Yeah. Oh, nasty. <laughs> nasty. <laughs> Someone reminds me of that song Raven where she's like, you nasty. <laughs> you nasty. Yeah. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome to A Side of Homicide. I'm Austin. And I'm Tennille. So before we get started today, I just wanted to give a huge sincere thank you to my friend Anna Nicholson for designing our logo. Um, I can't thank you enough. We wouldn't be, you know, where we are right now if it wasn't for you. And it is a badass logo. Like, it's got a tattoo vibe because she works at a tattoo place. And I love it because I have a bunch of tattoos. So it's like, it's just, it's awesome. And we do hope to work with her on future projects, so... And she actually is working on some stuff for us right now. So we're really excited. And it's nice to work with a friend and somebody that I can trust, you Mm -hmm. know. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to give her a huge thank you. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, Austin, how was your week? Um, It was good. I mean... We ran into a few hiccups here. I ran out of wine, and that, as <laughs> as you know, that's not a great thing to happen, especially in this household. It was an emergency, you guys. Yeah, so I, you know, as you know, I went to Target, and you gave me so much shit about it because there's this really, really, really cute guy working, and I was too shy, and my mom was trying to get me to give him my number, and I couldn't do it. And I was at home, so I wasn't there at the time. And you were so, you were just like, I don't know, you were in a funk. I, I wasn't feeling well that night. Not COVID or anything. <laughs> you just... I just didn't feel well. And I was laying on the couch and wasn't really doing anything. But then Austin came home and he was... He looked so sad. I was... Okay, I was really sad just because of the unknown, you know? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh God, I don't want to leave my number. But then I was like, oh, what if? Yeah. So I told him, I was like, hey, would you be willing to go back to Target with me since I didn't go with them the first time? And um, we'll go in and give him your number. Uh, and so I went in there by myself because Austin was a little too shy, which I get, you know, it's nerve wracking giving somebody your number. So I went in and this guy was so nice. He was sweet. At first I asked him, he <laughs> was like, are you gay by any chance? <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, I totally am. Oh, my God. And then I asked him if he had a boyfriend, and he unfortunately said yes. But he was so sweet about it. He was like, tell him, like, I know how tough it is, you know, for doing, getting yourself out there. Yeah. You know, and he thought it was very sweet of you to even think that. It was so sweet. And you're you're a real friend. I stayed in the car the entire time because, again, I was shy, and that was pitiful. But... (laughs) No, it's okay. Everybody gets shy with that stuff. I I shit you not, though. We were walking in, like, the department that he works in, because I'm not going to give it away here, but... Um, he was cute though yeah and my mom like as we were walking away she made me go back because she was like oh I have to ask about something in this department and I was like no so she drug me back there and she was like as we were walking away my son thinks you're cute I was like no (laughs) she like said it as we were walking away though so like I don't know if he heard it he could have heard it but what a mom thing to do though like that is so funny but I mean as embarrassing as it was she's just looking out for the best interests of me and she's i think she's she's trying to get rid of me but in a nice way you know (laughs) but you know that was nice of her to to say that yeah a lot of moms would be like shh don't say that yeah exactly so 
But um, we while we were at Target, we actually picked up a present for... Well, I had you pick it up because I was too chicken to go in the store. That's but, okay. Um, pick up a present for Peanut. Yeah. So then as you, if you didn't listen to the episode before, it's our neighborhood dog that we always go and pet. And, yeah, she's so sweet. Yeah. And yeah. we also got backup treats to keep in our cars when we see her. Mm-hmm. And I gave them the treats the other night, the owner the treats for her. And he was very appreciative about it. Aww. And it was just the cutest little thing. At least he doesn't think we're totally weird for being obsessed with his dog. Yeah, but... that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's just slightly weird, but... Um, anyways, how was your week? Um, my week was good. I ended up watching this movie called The Assault, and it was very interesting. I watched it on Amazon Prime, and it's just it's sad, but it's there's some truth in it. You said you were seeing it all over TikTok? Yes, I saw it all over TikTok, little clips here and there, so I was like, you know what? I have to watch it. And so I watched it, and then also... This part is a little bit of a bummer. I'm supposed to be in Mexico right now, and I'm very sad. Yeah, cause... I'm kind of mad you go to Mexico every year, but... Yeah, I'm a little... Hey, we'll go next year together. Or I was thinking Hawaii. Oh, yes. I've always wanted to go to Hawaii. If Corona is over. Yes, only if Corona... Because I canceled my trip because of Corona. Yeah. Because I just didn't want to chance it. Yeah. Even though place. they are saying that airlines have, like, more cleaner air... Mm-hmm. If that's a correct way to say it, <laughs> <laughs> I'm too paranoid, so uh, I still don't go. But yeah, I mean, it's it's still better to stay yeah. home if you can. But well, and I spent what sixteen hundred dollars on tattoos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the last few months, so exactly. that was kind of my trip money. Well, and I was actually telling you about a tattoo, and <laughs> just a warning, guys, tonight. I don't know what it is, um, but I cannot talk tonight. I was showing Tanil a tattoo that I wanted to get done. And I said, instead of I wanted to get this tattooed on me, I said, I wanted to get this tattooed on me. <laughs> <laughs> you really can't talk. Oh, it was so funny, though. God, what else did I say? I you think said I... a few funny things. Oh, you wanted to show me a picture of it on Pinterest. You said. <laughs> Pinterest. <laughs> it was pretty good. It was. Oh. But um, another part of both of our weeks, I guess, is, you know, not too far from us. Um, unfortunately, this is very sad. A woman decided to commit suicide, and she walked into the river and never came back out. Yeah, it was an older lady, too. Yeah, she was like 70 and left a suicide note, and it was just very sad. So they had been searching for her body for at least like a day and a half. Yeah, I mean, when we saw the cops around the area, we really weren't surprised. I mean, I feel like we make it sound like we live in absolute shambles, but we really don't. It's just... The, the most... weirdest shit happens here. Yes. Well, for example, you know, I had the day off yesterday and I was sitting with my mom and all of a sudden we hear thump, thump, thump. And I was like, what the hell is that noise? And all of a sudden my mom goes, somebody's driving with a flat tire. And I'm like, <laughs> what the hell? So I look outside and it's literally this car coming and it's somebody in the other building next to us, which is a part of our complex. And literally just driving on a flat tire all the way home, oh parked in his garage, and just walked out like nothing happened. It's so ghetto. <laughs> I can't. But I mean, our buildings are really nice, though. That's the they strange are. thing. Like, we just have odd occupants. Or today or when others. I came home for lunch, I had, I saw a hairball when I walked in. Like a full-on hairball. And... Then when I walked up the stairs, I found a toilet paper roll. So, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> it's just a very interesting place to be. <laughs> but we love it. We do. We, we do. It keeps us in, It keeps things interesting. You it know? really does, especially because of COVID. Like, we're not doing much. So we're totally just being those <laughs> this people This is our watchers. life. Yeah. This is our life. Well, just like when this stuff happened with the lady in the river, too, it, like, 
one of our neighbors had actually asked me because she knows I have my nose and everything. Of so she's course. like, she's like, why are there cops nearby? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, hold on, girl. I don't know, but let me do some investigating. I go on my computer. I'm like, da, 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 what's going on? And I was like, <laughs> a lady's in the river. <laughs> yeah, we did. We knew pretty quick. So you had texted me that night when I was on my way home because I was working that day. And you're like, hey, by the way, this is going on. Like, avoid the area because that's our way. That's our way home. Yeah. We well, and like I tried to take my mom somewhere because she won't drive in, in the area. So, I mean... I was taking her somewhere and they had blocked off the road and there was like fire trucks everywhere. And I was like, whoa. And I had to turn around and then they were like looking at me weird because I had to turn around. And of course, I can't drive my pickup. So <laughs> it's okay. It's brand new still <laughs> for you. It's okay. You'll get it in time. Probably, what is it, like three or four months now? I should know how to drive. <laughs> it's okay. But I mean, we are kind of nosy. So I wouldn't have been surprised if I saw your truck over there. Yeah, creep you know, what's going on. I'm not going to lie. I was kind of like, let's go see if we can get through it and then like there were and i was like oh, damn and we it. tried later that night too because we did a late night target run yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah we yeah. did that's funny but yeah then last night we hung out and i made your you know delicious buffalo chicken dip that you oh, love she makes buffalo chicken dip and it's so good we will just have it for dinner some nights mm-hmm. too it's terrible well because but... i make a bunch of it so yeah. i mean then we just eat it for dinner and it's so funny because Austin hates this, but whenever he requests it, I always say, you want BCD. And she always says it like that. She had texted me, well, it was that day, and she was like, BCD, BCD. And she's like, hopefully you read that in my voice. And I'm like, I did. Thank you very much. Uh, yes. It's in my nightmares it now. Is. Well, then tonight, before we started recording, well, way earlier, I should say at like two o'clock, I put chili in a crock pot. Thank God. Yeah. Well, I was at work doing my thing. Yeah, you had a long day at work. And so he had homemade chili with freshly shredded cheese. I don't know why we're not married yet. I know. I really, I, I shocked me. <laughs> it's going it's to happen. Give it a few years. Tax purposes, and then we'll get a bunch of pets because yep. we don't want kids. <laughs> IRS click off. Yeah. Yeah, for legal purposes, this is a joke again. <laughs> So, anyways, what is your case? Um, so my case it, today, you actually—I don't believe you've heard of it. It's the murder of Tammy Jo Blanton. Yeah, you told me her name earlier, and I was like, no, I don't recognize. Yeah, because like normally when we research, I'll like tell her who I'm researching, and she'll tell me who she's researching, so we just don't overlap or uh-huh. like research, so we just kind of you know don't know about it. Because but... otherwise, it would be like a waste of time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we exactly. research, you know, for a few hours at least. Right, right, and. So this one is kind of a dark case, like mm-hmm. really dark case. Well, that's going to happen on a true crime podcast. Yeah, imagine that. But, you know, you just wait here. So Tammy Jo Blanton was uh, native to Jeffersonville, Indiana, and she eventually graduated from Jeffersonville High School. I don't think I've ever been to Indiana. Have you? No. I hear a lot about Indiana, yeah. though. Yeah, I have, too. From. Leonard is on top of the couch right now. <laughs> He's like a cat. He likes to crawl on top of my couch because I have a really, really big, like, sectional couch. And he'll walk all the way down to the other side. Anyways, um, from everything I could find, she seemed to have a very normal life, but um, was overall a very kind and caring person and was known for her um, contagious laugh. Well, and looking at her picture, she looks very nice. Yeah. See, and she looks like you could, like, just grab a drink with her. Well, see, and that's exactly what I yeah. said. I put, 
you know, just looking at her, I feel like she would totally be the lady I would love to sit down and gossip with. As you know, I am a mid-40-year-old woman myself. You really are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'd fit right in. You know, I I find out more and more reasons why I am every day. So mm-hmm. I just, you know. And how old was she? She was 46, I believe. Um, I don't want to spend too much time on her murderer, but unfortunately there isn't much information out there regarding Tammy Jo by herself. Um, it was more, more, most of the research I could find because it was a very recent case was more centered around him and his trial, which. When some people are very private. So maybe she was one of those people. And it kind of makes me mad because I feel like they should focus it more on the victim because, you know, she just deserves that respect. Yes. Agreed. But, um. So this, just a disclaimer, this story includes real life situations of domestic violence and rape. If this is triggering to you, this episode may not be the one for you. Um, my message yeah, skip, with skip, the, skip, skip, if you don't like it. Yeah, exactly. This, this is a rough one. My message with this story is that if you are experiencing this, there is help and it will get better. I promise. So to start this off, Joseph Overhansley was first came into light at the age of 17 in 1998 after the recent deaths of his brother and father, um, when he shot his girlfriend at the time during a meth-fueled rage, oh who had just given birth a few days prior to their baby, killing her. Oh. Not the baby, but his girlfriend. Yeah, but either um, way, that baby's not going to grow up with a mama. Yeah, so during this whole ordeal, he also shot his mom. Wow, okay. And then decided to try to turn the gun on himself and attempted suicide. Too bad that didn't work. So, both him and his mother and baby survived. The part of the... At least the baby wasn't harmed. That's good. That's what really matters. And there was something in here, too, where his... It wasn't confirmed, but people were saying that his sister had actually taken the baby and run. Oh, good. So, that's what did help. But, um... And... So, um... But trauma for that baby uh, when the poor thing gets older. Yeah, it's... Oh, my God, that's that's terrible. Um, but I also did read that he actually, they, whoever adopted him changed his name and, Oh, good. That's, that is He's living a new life. Yeah. But anyways, um, the part of his head that he did end up shooting was a frontal lobe. And it was, the process of this was similar to getting a lobotomy. So his defense actually argued that it was beneficial to him and that would make him a calmer person. Um, clearly it did not. (laughs) Because you already told me he's the murderer. Yeah, so, yeah. Didn't do shit for him. So we're there. Uh, His charges for this were reduced from first-degree murder to manslaughter due to the lack of cooperation from his mother and grandmother during um, this investigation. So, like, they didn't want to talk about how terrible he was and what he did wrong. No, and from some sources that I did read, he, um, his mother actually did claim that he wasn't a violent man. Bullshit. (laughs) Girl, he um, shot you, but... Okay. He shot you in the back yeah. and killed his baby mama. I... Like, I don't know how he's not violent, but okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, we all have our own definitions, I guess. His defense also argued that him in the investigation, which helped him, is that the fact he was under severe emotional distress during this time, you know, with the deaths of his brother and father. What just, happened to them? It was a very tough time. From what I read, they were, I think it was his father. It was a very suspicious death. Oh. Suspicious overdose, I believe it was. Wow. So, yeah. Um, but well, again. I mean, we all have stressful things that happen in our lives. Everybody does, but that doesn't mean you go kill somebody. Right, right. There's absolutely no excuse for this. And he actually, he did serve prison time, but he only spent 12 years in prison. 
and he was released on parole in 2012 and ended up relocating to Jeffersonville, Indiana, where he did end up meeting Tammy Jo. That's unfortunate. Yes. So once meeting Tammy Jo, I guess they hit off things really quickly and she was very excited to start this relationship. You know, going into any relationship, I assume you're really excited, you know, I'm not that we would know, but (laughs) she was 46, you know, so who knows if she even, you know, she wanted kids or not. Exactly. So, you know, maybe that was a factor. She wanted to settle down or, you know, some people are lonely and just want to settle down. Exactly. She's just, I mean, overall, just very excited to start this new chapter of her life and maybe, you know, live the rest of her life with him. And from every all the pictures they have together, and I showed you them. Yeah, um, they do actually look like a cute couple. They looked very happy. Yeah, they looked happy, which is sad to say now that we know the outcome. Right. But I mean, if you just saw those pictures on your Facebook or something, you'd be like, oh, that's a cute couple. Yeah, exactly. And Overhandsley told her a bit about his past, but I'm assuming it wasn't too much because she, you know, obviously still dated him. And she actually, you know... I'm assuming she believed that she could take him in and save him, mm-hmm. you know, and we're all guilty of that at some point, but it's just, I think so too. Everybody feels like they can help save fix somebody. their yeah. significant other if they see some red flags. It, it rarely out. works unless they truly want to change. And clearly this guy did not care about changing for the yeah. better. And he's still a piece of shit. Just took advantage of a sweet girl. But um, they dated for around four months total, I believe. And the things went quickly south. He had been involved in a police chase during his time and a few other crimes. But this was the most, I guess. Like, did she know about some of these? She did. Okay. But, you know, they're starting to add up and she's just not. I mean, she's already in it. She's committed. So maybe she felt like she should give him some time and chances or something. So he was involved in this police chase and he ended up, you know, being charged with it. And she actually ended up um, posting bond for him to get him out. She's way too nice. I'd have been like, you can stay in there, motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. And as you can imagine, over this time, he became um, extremely controlling and manipulative towards Tammy Jo. Which sucks because it's like, you know, she paid his bond right <laughs> like right. he should be in you know her good graces right exactly now. but or want to be in her good graces i should say right so however the weekend before her death overhandsley had held her captive and raped her repeatedly oh my god yeah at her house or did they live together it was at her house because oh. they were living together mm. that's, that's really again sad. this is a very dark case but um, after this had all happened, I think she finally had enough of this. Well, I mean, I can see why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is very brave of her. So she went in... Yeah, because that is scary. If, you know, he kept you against your will, right. raped you repeatedly. If I were her, I'd be scared shitless of him. Right, right, exactly. And then so... to be that brave, to stand up to him and be like, no, I'm done, takes a lot. Right. So she retaliate. She just went and hid from him at her friend's house. And so according to... Fox News, an article that I read from them, Tammy Jo had um, texted him while she was at her friend's and said, you can choose to be in denial about what happened Saturday into Sunday. I won't be in denial. No one, I mean, no one gets to terrify me like you did on Sunday. I will never forget it as long as I live. Oh. Which I can imagine took so much strength to send. Oh, yeah. I'd be scared to send that, Mm. you know, for him to retaliate against. Like, I'd be nervous. Right. And he basically just said to come to him and let's talk things out. Which. Did she? Or did 
I don't believe so. No. no. Okay. So after this exchange, she waited a few days and this happened over Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday she had gone back to her house. Cause I think she finally was like, okay, things are cooled off. Let's go back to my house. So she had her dad change all the locks because, you know, he had been living there. He obviously had keys. Oh, what a nice dad. Right, right. So he changed her locks and she's and she um, had texted her friends the following. Um, and she was like, at the end of the day, I'm taking my life back. I worked too hard to get here and no one will take me down. So she was she was very she's just done. She was she, done with him. She wants to take her life back. And that good for her. Yeah, she a boss bitch. Um, so that night, of course, Overhandsley had came back and tried to get it in the house. Of course, because I always do. Yep, yep. So pretty predictable. So she did the smart thing and she called the police. Good. And they, you know, obviously had to remove him and they were nice enough to wait around and make sure he had left. So after, did he get arrested or no? No, he didn't get arrested. They just made him leave. Okay. He then proceeded to go to his mom's house. And Which, first of all, <laughs> why would she let him back? Like, he shot her in the back. This girl. And she's like, oh, it's okay, son. I love you so much. I don't care that you shot me. Like, right, what? Right, right. <laughs> I'm not concerned that you just come over to my house. But, um, so he woke her up and just started venting about the relationship. And after that, he returned to Tammy Joe's house. To you be know? honest, I'm sure she did not give a shit. <laughs> she was probably like, you know what? Fucking let me go back to bed. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but, yeah, so he returned back to her house. And during this, he actually broke in. And... To Tammy's house, correct? Yep, okay. yep. So this is at Tammy's house now. And Tammy Jo ended up locking herself in the bathroom, you know, trying to run and get away from him. And But this unfortunately did not save her as he ended up breaking down the door and ended up stabbing her a total of 25 oh. times. That's sad. Did she? Was she able to call the cops before she barricaded herself? No. Ah. Oh. Well, I'm, I'm sure it happened so fast. Well, yeah, and you don't expect that in the middle of the night for him well, to come I'm back. I'm sorry, 25 times? Yeah. He clearly oh, he... clearly has a lot of anger in him. After not showing up to work the next morning, her coworker tried to call Tammy Joe's phone. And Overhandsley actually answered it. And, you know, she was obviously, you know, did not believe it. He tried to say that it was her brother. Oh, wow. Seriously. <laughs> surprise, surprise visit from brother. Like, Yeah, that's strange. But, and answered her phone. Okay, so she obviously, this coworker had called the police to do a welfare check to the Which, responsible thing. Good on that coworker. Yeah, that's what I mean. She's, wow. Because, I mean, if you or I didn't show up to work, I don't know who would call for a welfare yeah, check. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Probably just be like, oop, they finally took vacation. Yeah, like, oh, they're out today. <laughs> but during this welfare check, Oberhansley ended up answering the door and he told police that he hadn't seen Tammy, of course. Mm -hmm. Even though that's her place. <laughs> yep. So, of course, police didn't believe this. Which they, is good on them. Right, right. So they removed him from the house and they were searching him, you know, just to kind of make sure, pat him down. And they found a knife on him, like a folding knife. And it still had blood and hair on it. Is he dumb to actually have a murder weapon on him? Like, hello? I... This guy is a piece. Again, obviously had probable cause to search the house. And they began searching it. And when searching, they found a blood everywhere. Well, obviously. I mean, she got stabbed a ton of times. Yeah. And I mean, it was everywhere. Ew. 
They found the bathroom door had been forced open, obviously, and they found the mutilated body of Tammy Jo in her bathtub covered by a camping tent. So this motherfucker had the balls to stab her 25 times, but then couldn't look at her, so he had to cover her up. But like a camping tent? <laughs> you know, you gotta make bath- you, you gotta that- make do with what you have. I guess so. Not a blanket or like he used his resources. Oh, wow, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, when examining her body, they found that she had parts of her skull removed and some major organs missing, including her heart as well as parts of her brain. <gasps> no. <laughs> I feel like I know what you're gonna say. Yep, and you're probably right. Oh, 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 oh. I'm glad we ate before this. Yep. <laughs> In the kitchen, they had found a pair of bloody tongs, as well as a used dinner plate and a frying pan that had cooked something on it. Like, it still had, like, the... They explained it as the void in the middle, you know, when you fry someone, it has mm-hmm. that, like, crust on the outside. So he'd obviously fried something in it. And he... When he was, you know, obviously admitted to it, and they took him in for questioning, he admitted to using a jigsaw to slice up her slice her up and eat parts of her organs and brains okay that's disgusting i mean i i obviously i knew he killed her but i didn't think that he'd go as far as cannibalism Uh, like that is disgusting my god what makes a person be like okay after i kill somebody i'm just gonna eat them like what i think from some resources that i had People were speculating that it could be like a control thing. Oh, that's true. He wanted he to keep very... a part of her yeah. as a part of him forever, which. That's disgusting. Yeah. I've heard that a lot of cases of cannibalism, that's one of the reasons why. Right, right. So. To be with them forever. Yeah. Disgusting. This guy is just a piece of absolute work. And so, obviously, you know, he had to be taken to trial. And during this trial, he actually kept arguing that he was, you know, for the insanity defense and kept being deemed unfit for trial. And he actually drugged this on for a total of six years. Which is very sad for Tammy Jo's family. Right. And her friends. And it's just like, they want answers. They want to see this guy locked up. You know, they Mm -hmm. obviously know he did it. They just want to be done, move on with things and just, you know, remember Tammy Jo as who she was and not what he did to her exactly so finally just recent in this october of 2020 he was um sentenced to life in prison good which good thank god it was you know without parole i believe so okay good but again it's just like it's it should have been charged so so long ago Mm -hmm. this guy is you know there's it should have been done with a long time there's been signs leading up to it that this guy needed to be locked up a long time ago and it could have been prevented, but this is the situation we're in. And again, I mean, my message is to anybody who's dealing with domestic violence, confide in a friend, t- just tell somebody. Yeah, a coworker or, you know, family member, anybody. I mean, and there are, you know, numbers which Austin will provide in our show notes. Yep. But it's like, you know, especially with COVID right now, you know, everybody's stuck at home. And so that sucks for those people who are being abused. It really does. And, you know, it's so hard. You don't deserve this. Everybody mm-hmm. deserves better. Yeah. And Tammy Joe deserved better. Exactly. Exactly. But um, I, that's really all I have for mm-hmm. us today. It's, again, it's really rough. It is. Well, there goes case. episode two. 
Yeah. And again, too, when I was researching this, there's so much. And like, you guys can look up his trial, too, and kind of follow that along. But I mean, it's clearly just like, it was six years. There's right, <laughs> right. I mean, that's what I mean. I was trying to research it. But, I, you know, I kind of ended up having to cut down a lot of it. So I, mm-hmm. I mean, I could have talked about this, made a two, three parter. But mm-hmm. again, I wanted to keep it kind of brief. So, you know, those investigators could go out there and like, you know, mm-hmm. do their little investigating together. But um, well, like always, you guys, we are going to do our little dog and cat fact. So, Austin, you can go first. So, for my cat fact today, I have... Tennille, did you know that cats are believed to be the only mammals who don't taste sweetness? Okay, legit. That's why they're so bitter. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but, like, okay, I, I don't know if I believe this one totally. Like, they do you don't think ta- Max likes They don't sweetness? taste sweetness? Like, do you think, like, when you have, like, say, a cupcake or something or a cookie, do you think Max ever, like, wants to try to get it from you? Okay. Today, I had a muffin. And it was a chocolate muffin. And I did the wonderful thing of microwaving it before. Oh, Oh, it was so good. It was, like, a fresh-baked muffin. It was from Costco. It was amazing. The only thing that, like, ever excites us is food. (laughs) Literally, as you can tell. Um, and true crime. Yes. But I had, you know, obviously chocolate smears on the plate and I was sitting down on my phone and I hear this fucker had decided to go up on my plate and start licking it. And I'm like, dude, so that's what I mean. I don't know if they can taste sweetness or not, but he liked that chocolate. Or maybe he like saw his human eating it and he's like, okay, that's food. I need to eat it. But then again, what do they put in their treats? True. Freaking onions. Yeah, true. Peppers. I don't. <laughs> onions. <laughs> okay, I've got a dog fact for you. Uh, dogs' noses are wet, um, and it's to help absorb scent chemicals. Oh. Yeah, and then dogs' noses are unique, kind of like a person's fingerprints. Well, and see, I had read with the wet thing. It does make sense because I heard that. I was always told, at least when I'm the, don't know this, I'm no scientist, but... <laughs> Um, obviously, <laughs> maybe a scientist of wine consumption, but <laughs> I, um, heard, always heard when I was growing up that when a dog's nose was dry, they were not feeling well. Oh, I have heard that too, actually. I don't yeah. know if it's just a myth or if it's true or what, but it yeah, I've heard that as well. just an urban legend, but yeah, I mean, yeah. that does make sense when you say that, yeah. but. Yeah. And then, um, one thing that I actually kind of wanted to introduce, Austin told me to do it and I thought it was kind of a good idea. Um, I just got done finishing this book called The Child Finder by Renee Denfeld. And hopefully I'm pronouncing her last name correctly. But um, each month I am going to announce a book that I've read and kind of if I think you guys should read it, kind of like a little review on what I think. Um, This one was a really good one. I really liked it. There's a second book. um, And actually this one, Wendy had lent me (laughs) and told me it was really good. And I was like, okay, I'll check it out. And then I finished it in like two days. Yeah, yeah. But it was super good. So I think you guys should check this one out. And as always, don't forget to follow us on Instagram. We are going to be doing that giveaway coming up here soon. And then also we are going to do our Missing Mondays um, every week starting on obviously January 1st, 2021. And then also follow us on Facebook at Side of Homicide. Follow us on Instagram at Side of Homicide. And then email us at Side of Homicide at hotmail.com and that's where you can submit your missing monday cases too if you want us to publicize that we will more than happy be able to put that out there for you so yeah um, and it's just a little bit easier for us to manage versus like commenting because sometimes if people comment you know we might not always see it right right exactly we really want to get the word out there as much as we can i just think it'd be a great 
aspect to our podcast, mm-hmm. you know, to put that out there on our socials. So yeah. Um, well, there goes episode two, guys. Thank you so much and stay paranoid. Yeah, stay paranoid, guys.